Sahih Muslim. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Muslim. The English translation is by Nasiruddin al Khattab. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. Sahih al Muslim, the book of oaths. Chapter on the prohibition of swearing by something other than Allah. It was narrated from Salim bin Abdullah that his father said, I heard Umar bin al-Khattab say, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Allah, may he be exalted, forbids you to swear by your fathers. Umar said, By Allah, I have not sworn by them since I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbid that, whether on my own behalf or narrating it from someone else. A similar report as number 4254 was narrated from Az-Zuhri with this chain, except that in the hadith of Uqayl it says, I have not sworn by them since I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forbidding it, and I have not spoken of it. He did not say, whether on my own behalf or narrating it from someone else. It was narrated from Salim that his father said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, heard Umar swearing by his father, a report like that of Yunus and Ma'mar, number 4254, 4255. It was narrated from Abdullah that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, caught up with Umar bin al-Khattab among a group of riders when Umar was swearing by his father, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, told them not to do that and said, Allah forbids you to swear by your fathers. Whoever wants to swear, let him swear by Allah, or else remain silent. A similar report, as number 4257, was narrated from Ibn Umar, from the Prophet peace be upon him. It was narrated from Abdullah bin Dinar, that he heard Ibn Umar say, the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him said, whoever wants to swear, let him not swear by anything but Allah. The Quraysh used to swear by their fathers, but he said, do not swear by your fathers. Chapter on Whoever swears by Allah and Al-Uzza, let him say La ilaha illallah. Abu Huraira said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever among you swears and says in his oath, by Allah, let him say La ilaha illallah. And whoever says to his companion, Come, I will gamble with you, let him give charity. It was narrated from Az-Zuhri with this chain a hadith similar to number 4260. And the hadith of Ma'mar is like the hadith of Yunus, except that he said, let him give something in charity. In the hadith of Al-Awza'i, it says, whoever swears by Allah and Al-Uzza, Abu Al-Hussein Muslim said, this phrase, meaning, come, I will gamble with you, was not narrated by anyone except Az-Zuhri, Az-Zuhri had approximately 90 phrases which he had narrated from the Prophet peace be upon him, and no one else narrated them with any reliable chain of narrators. It was narrated that Abdul Rahman bin Samurah said, the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him said, do not swear by false gods or by your fathers. Chapter on It is recommended for the one who swears an oath, then sees that something else is better than it, to do that which is better and offer expiation for his oath. It was narrated that Abu Musa al-Ash'ari said, I came to the Prophet peace be upon him among a group of the Ash'aris to ask him for mounts. He said, By Allah, 
I will not give you mounts, and I do not have anything to give you as mounts. As much time as Allah willed passed, then some camels were brought, and he ordered that we be given three camels with white humps. When we set out, we said, or we said to one another, Allah will not bless us. We came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, to ask him for mounts, and he swore that he would not give us mounts. Then he gave us mounts. So they went to him and told him, and he said, It was not me who gave you mounts, rather Allah gave you mounts. By Allah, if Allah wills, I do not swear an oath, then see something better than that. But I expiate my oath and do that which is better. It was narrated that Abu Musa said, My companions sent me to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, to ask him for mounts for them, because they were with him in the army of hardship, meaning the campaign to Tabuk. I said, O Prophet of Allah, my companions have sent me to you, so that you might give them mounts. He said, By Allah, I will not give you anything to ride. It so happened that I came to him when he was angry, and I did not realize it. So I went back, saddened by the refusal of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and I was worried that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was upset with me. So I went back to my companions and told them what the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, had said. Only a short time passed, then I heard Bilal calling, O Abdullah bin Qais. So I answered him, and he said, Go to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, he is calling you. When I came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, he said, Take this pair, and this pair, and this pair, six camels that he had bought from Sa'ad at that time. Take them to your companions and say, Allah, or the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, has provided you with these mounts, so ride them. Abu Musa said, So I took them to my companions and I said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, has given you these to ride. But by Allah, I will not leave you until some of you come with me to one who heard what the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said. When I asked him for mounts for you and he refused at first, then he gave them to me after that. Do not think that I have told you anything that he did not say. They said to me, By Allah, you are truthful in our opinion, but we will do what you wish. So Abu Musa went with a group of them until they came to those who had heard what the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, had said when he refused to respond to their request, then gave them something after that, and they told them the same as Abu Musa had told them. Ayyub said, The hadith of Al-Qasim is better known to me than the hadith of Abu Qilaba. He said, We were with Abu Musa, and he called for his food, and there was some chicken there. A man from Banu Taymullah came in who was of reddish complexion and looked like a freed slave. He said, Come and join me. The man hesitated, so he said, Come, for I saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, eating this. The man said, I saw it eating something and I found it repugnant, and I swore that I would not eat it. He said, Come, I will tell you something about that, the oath. I came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, with a group of Ash'aris to ask him for mounts. And he said, By Allah, I will not give you mounts, and I have nothing to give you as mounts. As much time passed as Allah willed, then some spoils of war consisting of camels was brought to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He called us and ordered that we be given five of the camels with white humps. When we set out, we said to one another, we made the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, forget his oath, and we will not be blessed. 
So we went back to him and said, O Messenger of Allah, we came to you and asked you for mounts, and you swore that you would not give us mounts. Then you gave us mounts. Did you forget, O Messenger of Allah? He said, By Allah, if Allah wills, I do not swear an oath than see that something else is better than it, but I do that which is better and offer expiation. Go, for it is Allah who has given you mounts. It was narrated that Zahdam al-Jarmi said, There was love and brotherhood between this clan of Jarm and the Ash'aris. We were with Abu Musa al-Ash'ari, and some food containing chicken was brought to him, and he narrated something similar as number 4265. It was narrated that Zahdam al-Jarmi said, We were with Abu Musa, and they all narrated a hadith like that of Hamad bin Zayd, number 4265. Zahdam al-Jarmi said, I entered upon Abu Musa when he was eating chicken, and he quoted a hadith like theirs, number 4264, 4265, and he added, He, peace be upon him, said, By Allah, I did not forget. It was narrated that Abu Musa al-Ash'ali said, We came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, to ask him for mounts. And he said, I do not have anything to give you as mounts, and by Allah, I will not give you mounts. Then the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, sent us three camels with white humps. We said, We came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and asked him for mounts, and he swore that he would not give us mounts. So we went back to him and told him, and he said, I do not swear an oath, then see that something else is better than it, but I do that which is better. It was narrated that Abu Musa said, We were on foot, then we came to the Prophet of Allah, peace be upon him, and asked him for mounts, a hadith like that of Jarir, number 4269. It was narrated that Abu Hurairah said, A man came to the Prophet, peace be upon him, late at night. Then he went back to his family and found that his children had gone to sleep. His wife brought him his food, but he swore that he would not eat because of his children. Then he decided to eat. He came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and told him about that. And the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever swears an oath, then sees that something else is better than it, let him do that, and offer expiation for his oath. It was narrated from Abu Hurairah that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever swears an oath, then sees that something else is better than it, let him offer expiation for his oath and do it. It was narrated that Abu Hurairah said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever swears an oath, then sees that something else is better than it, let him do that which is better, and offer expiation for his oath. Suhail narrated a hadith like that of Malik, number 4272, with a different chain of narrators, reporting the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saying, Let him offer expiation for his oath and do that which is better. It was narrated that Tamim bin Tarafah said, A man came to Adi bin Hatim and asked him for the price of a servant, or part of the price of a servant. He said, I do not have anything to give you except my coat of mail and my helmet, but I will write to my family and tell them to give you these two things. He did not accept that, and Adi got angry. He said, By Allah, I will not give you anything. Then the man accepted it, and he said, By Allah, were it not that I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, say, 
Whoever swears an oath then sees something that is more favored by Allah the Mighty and Sublime than it, let him do that which is more favored by Allah. I would not have broken my oath. It was narrated that Adi bin Hatim said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever swears an oath then sees that something else is better than it, let him do that which is better and ignore his oath. It was narrated from Tamim al-Ta'i that Adi said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, If one of you swears an oath, then he sees that something is better than it. Let him offer expiation for it, then do that which is better than it. It was narrated from Adi bin Hatim that he heard the Prophet, peace be upon him, saying that, a hadith similar to number 4277. It was narrated that Tamim bin Tarafah said, I heard Adi bin Hatim say, when a man came to him asking him for a hundred dirham, Are you asking me for a hundred dirham when I am the son of Hatim? By Allah, I will not give it to you. Then he said, Were it not that I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, say, Whoever swears an oath, then sees something better than it, let him do that which is better. Tamim bin Tarafah said, I heard Adi bin Hatim when a man asked him. He mentioned a similar report as number 4279, and added, You may have 400 from me. Abdul Rahman bin Samurah said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said to me, O Abdul Rahman bin Samurah, do not seek authority, for if you are given it when you ask for it, you will be left on your own without the support of Allah. But if you are given it without asking for it, you will be helped by Allah. If you swear to do something, then see that something else is better than it, then offer expiation for your oath, and do that which is better. It was narrated from Al-Hasan, from Abdul Rahman bin Samurah, from the Prophet peace be upon him with this chain, a hadith similar to number 4281, but in the hadith of Al-Mu'tamir, from his father, there is no mention of authority. Chapter on an oath is judged on the intention of the one who asks for it to be sworn. It was narrated that Abu Hurairah said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Your oath is according to what your companion believes. It was narrated that Abu Hurairah said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The oath is according to the intention of the one who asks for it to be sworn. Chapter on Saying, If Allah wills, when swearing oaths and at other times. It was narrated that Abu Hurairah said, Sulaiman had sixty women and he said, I will go around to all of them tonight and each of them will become pregnant and each of them will give birth to a boy who will become a knight who will fight in the cause of Allah. But none of them became pregnant except one who gave birth to an malformed child. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, If he had said, If Allah wills, each of them would have given birth to a boy who would become a knight who would fight in the cause of Allah. It was narrated from Abu Hurairah that the Prophet peace be upon him said, Sulaiman bin Dawood, the Prophet of Allah, said, Tonight I will go around to seventy women, each of whom will give birth to a boy who will fight in the cause of Allah. His companion, or the angel, said, Say, if Allah wills, but he did not say it, or he was caused to forget and none of his women gave birth to a child except one, who gave birth to a deformed child. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, 
if he had said, if Allah wills, he would not have broken his oath, and that would have been a means of attaining what he hoped for. A similar report, as number 4286, was narrated from Abu Hurairah from the Prophet peace be upon him. It was narrated that Abu Hurairah said, Sulaiman bin Dawood said, Tonight I will go around to 70 women, and each of them will give birth to a boy who will fight in the cause of Allah. It was said to him, Say, if Allah wills. But he did not say it. He went around to them, but none of them gave birth except one woman who gave birth to an malformed child. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, If he had said, If Allah wills, he would not have broken his oath, and that could have been a means of fulfilling his wish. It was narrated from Abu Hurairah that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Sulaiman bin Dawood said, Tonight I will go around to ninety women, and each of them will give birth to a knight who will fight in the cause of Allah. His companion said to him, Say, If Allah wills. But he did not say, If Allah wills. And he went around to all of them. None of them became pregnant except one woman who gave birth to a deformed child by the one in whose hand is the soul of Muhammad. If he had said, If Allah wills, they would all have been knights striving in the cause of Allah. A similar report, as number 4289, was narrated from Abu Az-Zinad with this chain, except that he said, They would all have borne a boy who would strive in the cause of Allah. May he be exalted. Chapter on the prohibition of persisting in an oath that will harm the family of the one who swears it, so long as not persisting in it does not involve anything unlawful. It was narrated that Hammam bin Munabbih said, This is what Abu Hurairah narrated to us from the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He mentioned a number of ahadith, including the following. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, By Allah, if one of you persist in an oath concerning his family, that is more sinful before Allah than offering the expiation that has been enjoined by Allah. Chapter on The Vow of a Disbeliever and What He Should Do About It If He Becomes a Muslim It was narrated from Ibn Umar that Umar said, O Messenger of Allah, during the Jahaliyyah, I vowed that I would spend a night in I'tikaf in Al-Masjid Al-Haram. He said, Fulfill your vow. This hadith, which is similar to number 4291, was narrated from Ibn Umar. As for Abu Usama and Al-Thaqafi, their hadith mentions i'tikaf for one night. As for Shu'ba, he said, he obliged himself to spend a day in i'tikaf. In the hadith, there is no mention of a day or a night. Abdullah bin Umar narrated that Umar bin al-Khattab asked the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, when he was in al-Ji'rana, after he had come back from At-Ta'if, O Messenger of Allah, during the Jahaliyyah, I vowed that I would spend a day in I'tikaf in Al-Masjid Al-Haram. What do you think? He said, Go and spend a day in I'tikaf. He said, And the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, had given him a slave woman from the Khumus. But when the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, freed the captives, Umar bin Al-Khattab heard their voices saying, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, has set us free. He said, What is this? They said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, has set the prisoners free. Umar said, O Abdullah, go to that slave woman and set her free.
It was narrated that Ibn Umar said, When the Prophet, peace be upon him, came back from Hunayn, Umar asked the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, about a vow that he had made during the Jahiliyyah to observe i'tikaf for one day. Then he mentioned a hadith like that of Jabir bin Hazim, number 4294. It was narrated that Nafi'i said, Mention was made in the presence of Ibn Umar of the Umrah of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, from Al-Ji'arana. He said, he did not perform Umrah from there. He said, and Umar had made a vow during the Jahiliyyah to observe i'tikaf for one night. Then he mentioned a hadith like that of Jarir bin Hazim and Ma'mar from Ayyub, number 4294, 4295. This hadith about vows was narrated from Ibn Umar, a hadith similar to number 4294. In both their ahadith, it mentions i'tikaf for one day. Chapter on Treatment of Slaves and the Expiation of One Who Slaps His Slave It was narrated that Zadan bin Abi Umar said, I came to Ibn Umar who had freed a slave. He picked up a stick or something from the ground and said, there is no more reward in it than the equivalent of this. But I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, say, Whoever slaps his slave or beats him, his expiation is to manumit him. It was narrated from Zadan that Ibn Umar called a slave of his and he saw marks on his back. He said to him, Have I caused you pain? He said, No. He said, You are free. Then he picked up something from the ground and said, I will not have any reward for it, not even the weight of this. I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, say, Whoever beats a slave without him having done anything to deserve it, or slaps him, his expiation is to manumit him. It was narrated from Firas with the chain of Shu'bah and Abi Awana, a hadith similar to number 4299. As for the hadith of Ibn Mahdi, it says, Without him having done anything to deserve it, in the hadith of Waqi'ah it says, Whoever slaps his slave and does not mention without him having done anything to deserve it. It was narrated that Muawiyah bin Suwayd said, I slapped a freed slave of ours and he ran away. Then I came just before Dhuhr and prayed behind my father. He called him and called for me. Then he said, Do to him what he did to you. But he let me go. Then he said, At the time of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, we Banu Muqarrin had only one servant. One of us slapped her and news of that reached the Prophet peace be upon him. He said, Manumit her. They said, They do not have any other servant. He said, Then let them keep her, and when they no longer need her, they should let her go. It was narrated that Hilal bin Yasaf said, An old man got angry and slapped a servant of his. Suwayd bin Muqarrin said to him, could you not find any part other than her face? I remember when I was the seventh of seven sons of Banu Muqarrin, and we had no servant but one woman. The youngest of us slapped her, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, commanded us to manumit her. It was narrated that Hilal bin Yasaf said, We used to sell cloth in the house of Suwayd bin Muqarrin, the brother of An-Nu'man bin Muqarrin. A slave woman came out and said something to one of us, and he slapped her and Suwayd got angry, a hadith like that of Ibn Idris, number 4302. Shu'bah narrated, Muhammad bin al-Munkadir said to me, What is your name? I said, 
Shu'bah. Muhammad said, Abu Shu'bah al-Iraqi narrated to me from Suwaid bin Muqarrin that someone slapped a slave woman of his. Suwaid said to him, Do you not know that hitting the face is unlawful? He said, I remember when I was the seventh of my brothers with the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and we only had one servant. One of us went and slapped him, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, commanded us to manumit him. It was narrated from Wahab bin Jarir. Shu'bah told us, Muhammad bin al-Munqadir said to me, What is your name? And he mentioned a hadith like that of Abdul Samad, number 4304. It was narrated from Ibrahim al-Taymi that his father said, Abu Mas'ud al-Badri said, I was beating a slave of mine with a whip when I heard a voice behind me saying, You should realize, Abu Mas'ud. But I did not understand the voice because I was so angry. When he came close to me, I saw that it was the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and he was saying, You should realize, Abu Mas'ud. You should realize, Abu Mas'ud. I threw down the whip that was in my hand, and he said, You should realize, Abu Mas'ud. Allah has more power over you than you have over the slave. I said, I will never beat a slave again after this. A similar hadith, as number 4306, was narrated from Al-A'mish with this chain, except that in the hadith of Jarir it says, The whip fell from my hand out of awe towards him. It was narrated that Abu Mas'ud al-Ansadi said, I was beating a slave of mine, and I heard a voice behind me saying, You should realize, Abu Mas'ud, that Allah has more power over you than you have over him. I turned around and I saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. I said, O Messenger of Allah, he is free for the face of Allah. He said, If you had not done that, the fire would have scorched you, or the fire would have touched you. It was narrated from Abu Mas'ud that he was beating a slave of his, and he, the slave, started saying, I seek refuge in Allah. He carried on beating him, so he said, I seek refuge in the Messenger of Allah, and he stopped beating him. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, By Allah, Allah has more power over you than you have over him. Then he set him free. It was narrated from Shu'bah with this chain, a hadith similar to number 4309. But he did not mention the words, I seek refuge in Allah. I seek refuge in the Messenger of Allah. Chapter on Stern Warning Against Accusing a Slave of Fornication Abu Huraira said, Abu Qasim said, Whoever accuses his slave of fornication, the head punishment will be carried out against him on the day of resurrection, unless he is as he said. It was narrated from Fudayl bin Ghazwan, a hadith similar to number 4311 with this chain. In their hadith, it says, I heard Abu Qasim, peace be upon him, the Prophet of Repentance. Chapter on Feeding a Slave What One Eats and Clothing Him As One Clothes Oneself and Not Burdening Him With More Than He Can Bear. It was narrated that Al-Ma'roor bin Suwaid said, we passed by Abu Dhar in Ar-Rabadah. He was wearing a burd, and his slave was wearing something similar. We said, O oh Abu Dhar, if you put them together, it would be a hullah. He said, There was an exchange of words between myself and one of my brothers whose mother was a non-Arab, and I insulted him because of his mother. He complained about me to the Prophet, peace be upon him, 
Then I met the Prophet peace be upon him and he said, O Abu Dhar, you are a man in whom there is some ignorance. I said, O Messenger of Allah, if someone insults people, they will insult his father and mother. He said, O Abu Dhar, you are a man in whom there is some ignorance. They are your brothers whom Allah has placed under your control. So feed them what you eat and clothe them with what you wear and do not burden them with more than they can bear. If you do burden them, then help them. It was narrated from Al-A'mash, a hadith similar to number 4313 with this chain. In the hadith of Zuhair and Abu Mu'awiyah after the words, You are a man in whom there is some ignorance. It adds, I said, even up to this time of old age? He said, yes. In the hadith of Abu Mu'awiyah it says, Yes, even up to this time of old age. In the hadith of Isa it says, if he burdens him with more than he can bear, let him sell him. In the hadith of Zuhair, it says, let him help him with it. In the hadith of Abu Mu'awiyah, it does not say, let him sell him, or let him help him. It ends with the words, and do not burden him with more than he can bear. It was narrated that Al-Ma'roor bin Suwayd said, I saw Abu Dhar wearing a hullah, and his slave was wearing something similar. I asked him about that and he said that he had insulted a man at the time of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, criticizing him because of his mother. The man went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and told him about that. And the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, You are a man in whom there is still some ignorance. They are your brothers and servants whom Allah has placed under your control. So whoever has his brother under his control, let him feed him what he eats and clothe him with what he wears and do not burden them with more than they can bear. And if you do that, then help them. It was narrated from Abu Hurairah that the Prophet peace be upon him said, A slave is entitled to his food and clothing, and he should not be burdened except with that which he can bear. It was narrated from Abu Hurairah that the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him said, When the servant of any one of you brings food which he had looked, worked hard, and endured heat and smoke, let him invite him to eat with him, and if the food runs a little short, he should still put a morsel or two of it in his hand. Chapter on The Reward of a Slave Who is Sincere Towards His Master and Worships Allah Properly It was narrated from Ibn Umar that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, If a slave is sincere towards his master and worships Allah properly, he will have a twofold reward. A hadith similar to that of Malik, 4318, was narrated from Nafi', from Ibn Umar, from the Prophet peace be upon him. It was narrated that Ibn Shihab said, I heard Sa'id bin al-Musayyib say, Abu Hurairah said, the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him said, the faithful slave will have two rewards, by the one in whose hand is the soul of Abu Hurairah, were it not for jihad in the cause of Allah, Hajj, and honoring my mother, I would have liked to die a slave. He said, We heard that Abu Hurairah did not perform Hajj until his mother died because he kept her company. It was narrated from Ibn Shihab, a hadith similar to number 4340 with this chain, but he did not mention, We heard, etc. It was narrated that Abu Hurairah said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, 
If a slave fulfills his duty towards Allah and towards his master, he will have two rewards. He said, I narrated it to Kaab and Kaab said, adding, He will not be brought to account and neither will the poor believer. It was narrated from Al-A'mish with this chain, a hadith similar to number 4322. It was narrated that Hammam bin Munabbih said, This is what Abu Hurairah narrated to us from the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He mentioned a number of ahadith, including the following. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, How good it is for a slave if he dies worshipping Allah well and keeping good company with his master. How good it is for him. Chapter on One Who Frees His Share in a Slave it was narrated that Ibn Umar said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, If a person frees his share of a slave and has enough money to pay the full price of the slave, a fair price should be worked out for the slave and his partners should be paid for their shares. Then he should free the slave. Otherwise, he has freed only what he has freed. It was narrated that Ibn Umar said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever frees his share of a slave has to free him completely if he has enough money to pay the full price. If he does not have enough money, then he has freed only what he has freed. It was narrated that Abdullah bin Umar said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever frees his share of a slave and has enough money to pay the full price for him, a fair price should be worked out. Otherwise, he has freed only what he has freed. This hadith was narrated from Ibn Umar, similar to number 4326, from the Prophet peace be upon him. But in their hadith, it does not say, If he does not have enough money, then he has freed only what he has freed. But in the hadith of Ayyub and Yahya bin Sa'id, they mentioned this phrase, but they said, We do not know whether it is part of the hadith or is something that was said by Nafi'ah. A narrator. It does not say in the hadith of any of them. I heard the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, say, except in the hadith of Al Layth bin Sa'd. It was narrated from Salim bin Abdullah, from his father, that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever frees a slave who is owned by him or another person, a fair price should be worked out for him without cheating, underestimating, or overestimating then he should free him from his own wealth if he is well off. It was narrated from Ibn Umar that the Prophet peace be upon him said, Whoever frees his share in a slave should also free the rest with his own money if he has enough money to pay the price of the slave. It was narrated from Abu Hurairah that the Prophet peace be upon him said, Concerning a slave who is owned by two men, one of whom manumits his share, he is responsible for manumitting the other share. Shu'bah narrated with this chain, a hadith similar to number 4331. He said, Whoever frees a share of a slave, he should be freed using his wealth. It was narrated from Abu Hurairah that the Prophet peace be upon him said, Whoever manumits his share of a slave, let him manumit him completely with his own money if he has money. And if he does not have money, let the slave work for his manumission without being overburdened. It was narrated from Ibn Abi Arubah with a different chain, 
a hadith similar to number 4333. In the hadith of Isa, it says, Then let him work for the manumission of the part that has not been freed, without being overburdened. It was narrated from Imran bin Hussein that a man declared that six of his slaves would be set free when he died, but he did not have any other wealth apart from them. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, called for them and divided them into three groups. Then he cast lots among them, freeing two and leaving four as slaves, and he spoke harsh words to him. It was narrated from Ayyub with this chain, a hadith similar to number 4335. As for Hamad, a narrator, his hadith is like the report of Ibn Ulayyah, number 4335. As for Al-Thaqafi, in his hadith it says that a man from among the Ansar left instructions that when he died, his six slaves would be set free. A hadith like that of Ibn Ulayyah and Hamad, number 4336, was narrated from Imran bin Hussein, from the Prophet peace be upon him. Chapter on Permissibility of Selling a Mudabbar Footnotes Mudabbar means a slave whose master has declared he will become free after he dies. It was narrated from Jabir bin Abdullah that a man among the Ansar declared that a slave of his would become free after he died and he did not own any other wealth apart from the slave. News of that reached the Prophet peace be upon him and he said, Who will buy him from me? Nu'aim bin Abdullah bought him for a price of 800 dirham and he gave it to him. Umar said, I heard Jabir bin Abdullah say he was a Coptic slave who died last year. Sufyan bin Uyaynah narrated, Umar heard Jabir say, A man among the Ansar declared that a slave of his would become free after he died and he did not own any other wealth apart from him. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, sold him. Jabir said, Ibn An-Naham bought him, a Coptic slave who died last year, during the governorship of Ibn Az-Zubayr. A hadith like that of Hamad from Amr bin Dinar, number 4338, was narrated from Jabir, from the Prophet, peace be upon him, concerning the Mudabbar. It was narrated from Ata bin Abi Rabah, Ibn Az-Zubayr and Amr bin Dinar that Jabir bin Abdullah told them about the sale of a mudabbar. All of them said, a hadith like that of Hamad and Ibn Uyayna from Amr from Jabir, number 4338, 4339.